I was doing like three days a week. And I mean, I felt a difference for sure, but it wasn't until we, I did that competition mm -hmm. and, um, which was so out of my comfort zone too, to, to be like, okay, I'm going to do this in-house competition. And I remember you handing us the shirts and on the back it said, I think it said athlete or something on the back. And I remember almost crying because I thought I have never been an athlete in my entire life. I'm like 20 something at the time and thought, you know, I'm actually, I think like, and then I showed you the video last week or a couple weeks ago, but it was me doing an overhead squat and I PR'd my um, overhead squat. And I just remember thinking like, I am an athlete. Like I am like for the first time in my life, I'm an athlete and I can confidently say that. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. Today I have Lauren Kleeman on the podcast. Lauren's been a member of the gym since 2011. Today, you're gonna to hear her fitness journey. Enjoy. I'm Lauren Kleeman. I'm 34 years old, and I've been at the gym since March of 2011. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and that's me. 2011, a lot has changed. A lot, yes. Yeah, probably in your life and in the gym. Yes, for sure. Because <laughs> then sure. you didn't have any kids. Nope, no kind kids then. Just married a couple years. Yep. So, Lauren, it's awesome having you on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, you're very close friends of ours, and we just love your family, and I know you know that, but uh, I want you to know that this is a great opportunity to kind of share your fitness journey, so I want you to take me back as far as you can remember when, like, you know, being healthy or exercise or maybe f uh, sports kind of mean to anything to you. Okay. Uh, I did cheerleading in grade school and then I did volleyball, um, which is funny to me now because I'm so short and like, why did they let me on the volleyball team? But they did. And um, so I played volleyball, like club volleyball, seventh and eighth grade. I was never very fast or very good, but I was, you know, I was okay. I did it. And then in high school, I, um, I played my freshman year and I remember... Um, very clearly it was always last on the mile run and I always had to like walk and it was so frustrating because I just never felt like an athlete I just felt like I was just there well I ended up quitting um, my sophomore year and I was I um, had opportunity to become the editor of the yearbook so I chose to do that instead of being a mediocre volleyball player uh -huh. so um, that's kind of where it started and then I would say um, when I started, I guess at A&M, I did all the classes at the rec, um, the step classes, the spin classes, the ab and glutes, or abs and back class, or whatever. So I did them all, and I really liked it. But um, And I started running, but nothing, I don't know, nothing really seemed, I, would, I didn't stick with anything very long. And what was your motivation to do that? <clears throat> was there, is it just to be in To shape? look good. To and, look good. Yeah, yeah, it was all to look good. Um, I I wouldn't say I was overweight, but I was definitely not in shape, I don't think. Um, and then, I guess when I got my first job teaching in Austin, I really started, I got up at 5 a.m. and I would go to the spin class every morning. And um, But I still didn't feel like I was in shape, if that makes sense. Like I... Um, I probably, well, it was mainly eating. I was, you know, living by myself and just picking up and grabbing food whenever I wanted to because it was just me. And so why would I cook for one person? So, and then I guess when I moved back home, um, I was teaching in Montgomery and I um, joined a gym and it was kind of like a boot camp, but they also did CrossFit at that gym. And um, 
I thought, well, I could never do CrossFit, but I could do this boot camp. Well, so, your quick question, why did you think that? Because this would have been like 2010, maybe, nine. Yeah. And so CrossFit was pretty brand new in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. But you had already kind of felt that way. even. Well, just, just what... the people that were doing it. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't look like them. There's no way I could do it. Um, so you were pretty intimidated by it. For the sure. The whole idea of CrossFit. For sure. Uh, but then I remember we were doing the boot camp boot camp class while the CrossFit class was going on too. And I was like, well, we're doing some of the same things. Like it's, we're doing similar stuff. Maybe I can do this. Um, but then, uh, I never ended up trying it at that gym. Um, I got married shortly after that time period and then moved to college station. And I remember driving, um, down Texas often. And then you guys used to be at Holloman in Texas at Red, Boom fit or no, was mm-hmm. it was uh, a college, college station CrossFit, CrossFit sign, and I remember thinking, um, I should call, I should call, and I was like, no, that's I don't, I don't know that I can do it, um, and I just felt over and over and over like just go, just go, and if you know me, like that's so out of my comfort zone. I would have, I it obviously wasn't me. It was God pushing me to join the, or to come try out the gym, and. Um, I guess whenever I did come, I was at this location. I guess I never went to the Holloman location. I guess we you guys closed. We probably just moved because we moved here in the fall of 10. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I want to say November of 2010, we had officially transitioned to this location. Okay. And you joined just shortly after that. Right. So. Um, but we had kept, the reason you say that is because we had kept that location open. Mm-hmm. We actually were offering this program and very few people remember this, but it was called Body Fit. Okay. And it was kind of like probably what you were describing that boot camp that, and so we did mm-hmm. body fit. We loved having the signage on Texas and Holloman. So we just kept that location for about a year, but we had transitioned all CrossFit members to this building. Okay. And that was, would have been when you came over. Okay. And so give me that kind of like first experience with the program. Like, did you do on ramps? Like, was it I did a couple on on ramps, and I don't remember who it was with, and that's really sad. But I don't remember who it was with. But I did a couple, but because I had been doing that other kind of boot camp, they felt like I didn't need to do a whole lot. So I did a couple, and then I jumped right in. And I was a five amer. I would come um, probably three to three days a week. That was probably because I was working in. Um, I felt like three days a week was really good for uh-huh. me at five a.m. That was good. So. Um, and how but it, was this different from what you had done before at that time? Um, like the spin classes and even the boot camp or was it very I similar? feel like, and I think a lot of my friends can, they agree, but like my body transformed. Like I'd never done anything that really changed my body. Like, I don't know how to, um, like leaner and toner and I, I weighed a little bit less, but not not a lot, but I was definitely t- more toned. And I really liked it because every day I would come in with something different. We never did the same step routine that got so old or the same like, you know, at Gold's Gym, they have the, um, I forget what it's called, but the weight class. I don't know what it's called, but you do the same routine like every time you go and then the next month it changes and then you do the same thing over and over. And it was just so boring to me and I felt like this was so fresh and new and every day was different. And that's what my body needed. And so, you know, I think what you're describing, and I think a lot of people, when they start doing CrossFit, it's the exposure to a healthy balance of weight training and cardio, Mm -hmm. because it mixes really, the two of those really well. CrossFit does. 
you know, and a lot of times some of these boot camps or some of these cardio classes, like a spin class, for example, is just way too heavy on the cardio side, which really doesn't produce a lot of toning. But then a CrossFit class, like what we just did today, you know, it was all weight training. It was back squats, weighted work. And then, you know, tomorrow we'll get our heart rates up and we'll, you know, it's that blend of everything that kind of gives you that response. How long did it take you to see results when you started? Well, I would say um, I didn't really get, I was doing like three days a week. And I mean, I felt a difference for sure, but it wasn't until we, I did that competition mm-hmm. and, um, which was so out of my comfort zone too, to, to be like, okay, I'm going to do this in-house competition. And I remember you handing us the shirts and on the back, it said, I think it said athlete or something on the back. And I remember almost crying because I thought I have never been an athlete in my entire life. I'm like 20 something at the time and thought, you know, I'm actually, I think like, and then I showed you the video last week or a couple weeks ago, but it was me doing an overhead squat and I PR'd and Charlie was my coach. And so, um, the video is like Charlie's, you know, being the cheerleader that you are. And I PR'd my, um, overhead squat. And I just remember thinking like, I am an athlete. Like I am like for the first time in my life, I'm an athlete and I can confidently say that. And it's so cool to hear you say that because I think if if we asked a lot of people in the gym, they've had that same experience, right, in a CrossFit class where they felt that moment where they they felt like something that they'd never felt before. You know, mm-hmm. and now you're you've been here for so long. I mean, you are by far one of the people that moves the best, you know, you and, and you would probably not say that, but you've been doing it for so long. But I remember vividly, and you showed me that video, I thought to myself, man, you've come so far. You know, you had two babies, you had two two kids, um, and you've stuck with it. And I think you're a great testimony of the overall program and what it can do for people. And so that was 2012, I think, was the competition. And you got pregnant right right after that. Yeah, right after after that. that. So you'd been doing CrossFit for a little while. Was it not even a question to keep going? I mean, was that... You know, again, now thinking about it, you probably be like, yeah, of course I keep working out, you know, but at that time, were you thinking like, could I keep doing this? Well, every, and you know, everybody at the time, you know, being pregnant and doing CrossFit wasn't that common, you Mm -hmm. know, people would tell you like, I don't know. I don't know if it's safe. I don't know if you should be doing those things. And even my doctor was like, well, I think you should keep working out, but I don't know because she didn't know what CrossFit was. And so, um, but I remember someone telling me, and it might have been one of the trainers at the gym, it probably was, but like, do what feels good. And if something doesn't feel right, then don't do it. And so I just went with that. You know, it wasn't, I went, I didn't go hard as I was before, but I still continued to do it as long as I felt good. And we made a video, and I mean, you were very pregnant in that video. You yeah. were doing the step ups, and yes. I mean, you went all the way until when in your pregnancy? I think the end with both of them. I think, I mean, it seems like I went yeah. to the end. I think I'd, I couldn't run towards the end. Um, but that was about, you know, other than setups. I think I did everything. And, and I know it's been modified. a while. I know it's been a while <laughs> since you've been pregnant, but try to think back. And what was it like? Was it harder? Was it, I mean, you came all the time, but what was in your mind? You know, so many people sometimes don't realize that, like, it's so hard. Like, watching Alicia get here. Like I've told her, I said, it's just habit now. Like she just does it because it's habit because I can guarantee you it's so hard for her to get here, but she just does it because she sees friends. She's, 
in the habit of doing it. Yeah. So back in that first pregnancy, like, was it, were you looking, I mean, it was, and you were coming at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a hat, like you said, it's a habit in my people over here, you yeah. know, and, and, um, and it makes you feel good. Like I feel so much better after I've come and done a workout, even if I didn't want to come, <clears throat> I, I knew I would feel better afterwards. And yeah, that first trimester is terrible. Your legs feel like they're a hundred pounds each and you're trying to run and you're thinking, what am I doing? But at the end, I always felt better and I had people to encourage me and to come back. And if I didn't come, people were checking up on me and asking me, you know, asking, where are you? Are you feeling okay? You know, like just love, um, the community here. It's, they hold, they hold me accountable. So. How was the second pregnancy? Was it easier in terms of working out and um I think it was it was easier because I wasn't coming at 5 a.m. I was able to come at you know during the child care time because I had Campbell um and so really it was my time to escape yeah yeah <laughs> to stop being a mom for an hour and a half or whatever it was to to be me and do me and do what take care of me so um, let's hang out here for a minute because okay. I, I feel after having kids with you know, Alicia and, and seeing, you know, what I tell people, it's I've never been pregnant, never, you know, been a mom, but you kind of get a front row seat when your wife gets pregnant and then you have kids and multiple kids. And I've told her, I said, I feel like doctors should write prescriptions for moms to go work out, you know, specifically with childcare available because it is so healthy to kind of get the escape that you're describing. Mm-hmm. Now it's an hour. It's not like you're leaving your kid. So, hey, it's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but there's there's a ton of moms that don't do that. You know, yeah. they don't work out after they have their babies. And so give me a little bit of insight as to what that, um, in your mind, what that does for you or, or a woman, you know, a mom, a young mother who's having a child, but getting to go work out and have a little bit of a break. I remember after having Campbell, um, so that was my our, my our first, and um, I was struggling with. She cried a lot early on, and so she was kind of a hard baby. And um, I struggled with wanting to go back to work because, like, I just couldn't do that anymore. Um, but once I started getting back into the gym, um, I felt like I had the support, and you know, I wasn't the only one struggling at home and. And yeah, it was a workout class, but it was so much more than that because I had other moms in the same boat. We were doing the same thing, same struggles. Um, and it was just so good for me. I feel like that really helped me as a mom, as a wife, um, a friend, you know, just be a better version mm-hmm. of me because mm-hmm. I had the community and I had the time for to take care of myself, um, like mentally, physically, all of it. It was just, um, it was really, I, I don't know what it would have looked like if I didn't have the gym at that time because I was just struggling to get through the day. Kind but I look forward to coming to an, you know, an hour at the gym to get away from the, um, just, just during that hard time, you know, I knew that I had the gym, that they were going to be there to pick me up and, make me feel good and it adds kind of a little bit of that structure to the day too especially right. when you you know you being a stay-at-home mom it can kind of break up your morning a little bit and give you that you know transition into the later of the middle of the day yeah. and so um 
Let's talk about when you went from whatever you started, which sounded like three days a week, mm-hmm. and it, it feels like now you're like an everyday person. Like you work out probably five days a week. Yeah, I think four to five. Yeah, four to five days a week. So Sometimes six. At what point did you increase? When in that process? I think after doing that in-house competition, that like lit a fire under me, and I wanted to be better, and I wanted... Um, I wanted to see more of a change. I wanted to really, you know, improve, get heavier weights and make more PRs. And I feel like that was the turning point for me. And did you get more results when you increased number of days per week? Uh, Well, I think I got pregnant right afterwards. Uh So probably not. I feel like I've been on a a wave of, you know, I get, I get really, you know, to my best, and then I get pregnant, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then again. So, but right now, I feel like I'm in a good place, and um, I forgot what your question so, was. Now. No, that answers it. Okay. okay. So you've kind of also, I feel like nutrition has been something that you've kind of embraced over the journey. For sure. Um, and I don't really know what your eating habits were like back whenever you were doing like your spin class in Austin mm-hmm. or your boot camp in Montgomery. So. Give me kind of a, a rundown of how that's looked different over the years and kind of what you're, what you're doing now and kind of your view and your perspective on how nutrition looks. Okay. I feel like I'm one of those yo-yo dieters. I've done it all. Um, but I will say, I think in the last um, two years, I figured out what works best for me. It may not work for best for everybody, but it works for me. Um, I have a huge sweet tooth. I love anything sweet especially chocolate and you know I love my wine too so um <laughs> as long as it has those things in it I know I can be successful um for me as long as my meal plan has wine <laughs> and, and sweets okay perfect I think you ever just caught everybody's <laughs> everything attention. in moderation right um but for me I think I do best on like a higher fat diet low carbs um so my carbs are my wine and or my sweet so or you know so I've just I really pay attention to my carbs, like processed carbs. I'm not talking about fruit, but processed carbs. Um, And I feel like that's really helped me kind of maintain my weight. You know, and I think one of the best things that anybody can do is kind of learn themselves. Mm -hmm. Because so many times we want to conform to what someone else is doing or telling us to do. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, you have to do that to learn, right? But I think specifically the nutrition is very important because everybody's wired a little differently. Kind of like you said, I really need wine and I really need sweets. And that's, you know, it's silly. It sounds funny, <laughs> but it's not. I mean, it's true. You know, you need that for whatever reason you feel. And so it's like any meal plan that you tried to follow that didn't allow for that flex, yeah. then would, you wouldn't be successful. And I tell people that a lot is when we can understand what, the best diet is for us personally that gets us the results we want too mm-hmm. right because if we're just eating a bunch of junk with wine and sweets and not getting where we want to be or not happy with where we are it's not going to help either right so compared to what your diet looked like in your 20s we'll call it now you're you know you're in your mid 30s mm-hmm. and i think a lot of women you know can't or listen who are listening to your podcast can probably relate to where you're at that life looks a little bit different in your 30s than mm-hmm. it did in your 20s how has your diet changed in those two seasons of life? It was funny. We were at Jersey Mike's um, this weekend. I don't know. You, we just got one, a new one. And Nathan and I, and when I lived in Austin, we would um, go there probably every weekend he was in town. And I would get 
like the same sandwich. Um, and a pep, they had Pepsi there, which I like, I love Pepsi. So I would get a Pepsi and Cheetos. And so we went this past weekend and like, I am definitely not getting a bag of Cheetos and I'm definitely not drinking and get a Coke. I just, and not because I don't like those things. I would, you know, I would love to have one, but it makes me feel terrible if I drink a Coke and, um, don't get me wrong. I'll eat some Cheetos every now and again, but I will definitely not eat a whole bag just because of the way it makes me feel. I think I'm more in tune with how, um, those kinds of foods like chips and Cheeto or in Coke, how it makes me feel afterwards. I just, I can tell a difference when you go to eating clean to eating junk. It's, it's just, you can tell your body knows the difference. And so I feel like that's the biggest. I'm more, I'm just in tune to listening to how my body feels. Yeah, whereas you, you like in your 20s, you just eat it because it's like, okay, it tastes good and you don't pay attention to what, right? how you feel. And then now you're you're more mindful of those things. Right. Um, so you said earlier, and I've heard you say this before, but you really felt like God told you to, hey, go to this gym, right? Right. And you probably didn't realize that at that time, right? That was just, you said it's a feeling, but now you feel like, or did you know at the time it was from? No, I do feel like the the, Lord was telling me to come. I did. Yeah. I did. I didn't know, uh, goodness. I didn't know what he had in store for us, you know, just by coming to the gym. Yeah. Okay. So expand on that a little bit. Okay. Um, so we, we were newly married, um, and I got to the gym and then, uh, I think it was that competition weekend that Alicia was here and we were sitting down and Nathan was here cause he was watching me. And I remember y'all inviting us, um, to small group and Nathan and I had already been talking about, we've been kind of church hopping, trying to figure out which church we wanted to go to and just really hadn't felt like, you know, one particular one was calling us to come and, um, and then I remember that weekend that you guys invited us to come to your small group. And I remember thinking, Nathan's never going to agree to this. And he was like, yeah, we really should do this. And like, only the Lord, because I knew, I just didn't, I knew that we probably wouldn't have done that on our own just to go and join a small group. So, um, so we joined the small group and then shortly after we joined Brazos Fellowship and, um, and now we have this giant friend family that we just love and adore so and so the you know it's it's pretty cool how you know the way you felt like the lord brought you to the gym but he had such so much more for you yes. than just a workout plan um yes <laughs> and you know and i and i tell people that all the time you know probably the people that i interact with the most here are the staff you know but then um you know clients that i train or, or people that i get to see or coach i tell them this gym is so much more than a gym you know, you oh my can, goodness, yes. you can do CrossFit or pull-ups and kettlebell swings at a lot of different places in town, but yeah. you know, this place is more than that. Yeah. And our family is forever grateful. And I mean, we've raised our kids here and our, you know, we've grown in our marriage here and, um, we've made so many great friends at the gym because of the gym. So, yeah. And so, um, it, you know, Little did you know, I guess when you drove by at 20 something years old that, you know, you had all that in store and I appreciate you sharing that and expanding on that. So last question is what I ask everyone and you've touched on this a little bit, but the title of the podcast is building better people. Mm -hmm. You know, you've been a part of the gym even before we were using those words. Um, Even though it's always kind of been the heartbeat of the gym is just, uh, we finally were able to put it into, 
like a true mission and verbiage of we build better people. How is Lauren, because of her experience at this gym and because of the, you know, just working out in general, a better version of her? There's so many reasons. I mean, I'm a better mom, I'm a better wife, I'm a better friend, all of it. Um, I think one big thing um, I was thinking about this morning is I'm not necessarily, I'm not one to just greet somebody who walks in the door. That's not, that's out of my comfort zone. But I feel like the gym has kind of um, pushed me to be uncomfortable in that and that I I want every person that walks through the store to feel like I have felt over the last few years. Um, I want them to feel uh, just that this place is a place to feel loved and not to be intimidated that we all started at the same place of, you know, definitely not being an athlete. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.